Welcome to the Find Your Awesome Podcast. My name is Kelsey Abbott, and I'm your host. I'm an intuitive human design and money coach, and I use science, spirituality, and play to help people welcome more ease, abundance, and joy into their lives. Now, I am so glad you're here. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. Today is an amazing day, and I am so excited to see what the universe has in store. So, we're going to start out with gratitude because this is what we do now. And I'm choosing these podcast reviews completely randomly. So every time I choose one, it is such a delightful surprise. Today's comes from triathlon girl. And it says, Kelsey is an amazing life coach who helps people transform their lives by helping them transform their thinking. She's a true leader who inspires change in the lives of others. I highly recommend her to anyone and everyone. Thank you so much, triathlon girl. This is so funny doing it. Like just, I have no idea who triathlon girl is. And, oh, it's just like the universe just dropped this teeny tiny, beautiful golden nugget in my lap. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And before we get into today's, today's episode, if you haven't left a review on the find your awesome podcast and you are inspired to do so, please do it. Head over to Apple podcasts or Spotify or both and leave the find your awesome podcast, a five-star rating and a glowing review. And perhaps I will share it here on the podcast. And if you're not on my email list, get on it, head to KelseyAppet.com, sign yourself up, get a free human design chart from me. When I send you your chart, which I personally will pull for you, I'll tell you a little bit about yourself. I'll tell you your energy type. I'll tell you your authority. I'll tell you your profile. And I'll tell you a little something, something about one of the gifts that the universe and your soul conspired to choose just for you. You can get all of that at KelseyAbbott.com. And now let's get to this week's episode. I love you. You're amazing. Enjoy. Hello. We need to talk about something. We need to talk about you. We need to talk about how incredible and amazing and beautiful and wonderful and magical and powerful you are. We need to talk about how there is only one being in the world just like you. And it's you. Your little baby soul gave you all of the tools, all of the gifts, all of the golden nuggets that you would need to be this miraculous being who's here to change the world in their own unique way. Before you were born, you were literally made to be awesome and incredible and magical. You were made to sparkle and we need you to sparkle. This is serious. You are here to own and share your gifts. If you are not sharing your gifts, well, you're a bit of a selfish jerk. We need those gifts just like we need other people's gifts. We are all here to fit our puzzle pieces together and rise together. And amazing things happen when we do this, when we own our greatness, when we own our sparkle, when we own our awesome. And what gets in the way of this? 
Are you familiar with the concept of the tall poppy syndrome? It's when people stand up, they stand out and they get smushed down like with whack-a-mole. Like, no, don't be different. Don't be great. Don't, don't want, don't strive. No, no, come back down here. You're not cool. And it's like the other, other plants are pulling that tall poppy down by its roots. And I will not stand for this anymore. Another piece or the key piece to this tall poppy syndrome, it's shame, shame. And there, there are different types of shame. There is shaming someone for something that they already know they're not very good at. And then they're shaming someone for something that they are excelling at or for wanting something or for something completely neutral. All right, listen, I've been shamed for training. I've been shamed for doing well at a race. I've been shamed for studying. I've been shamed for doing well academically. I've been, and which is different than being shamed for doing poorly academically. I've been shamed. I've been shamed for being tall. I've been shamed for being fit. I've been shamed for creating a life I love. I've been shamed for being an entrepreneur. I've been shamed for having curly hair. What the actual, I'm not going to make this episode explicit, at least not yet, but what, 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 what is this nonsense? Every time we are shaming somebody for owning their greatness, for sparkling and shining, for standing up and standing out, we are pulling that poppy down. And when we do that, we are preventing all of us from experiencing that person's magic. We are preventing all of us from rising. And so today, right this minute, I want to give you permission to sparkle, permission to own and share your gifts, and permission to celebrate other people as they own and share their gifts. That's what we are here for. So this shaming thing, oh, I am no longer available for it. And I used to be, I mean, it kept me small for so long. All this like, no, Kelsey, don't shine brightly. No, Kelsey, don't, don't grow. Don't evolve. Don't shine. Don't sparkle. Don't stand out. I responded to it. I did exactly what I was supposed to do. I shrunk myself. I, I held myself back. I dulled my sparkle. I did not share my gifts. Let's take it back to college swimming. When, so I was on the college swim team. I was a sprinter. So one race, the one I'm going to tell you about was the 50 free that race took about 25 seconds. And I remember every one of those seconds so clearly. This was a race I did oh, probably, I mean, certainly hundreds of times in my swimming career, maybe even more than that. There wasn't much thinking required. And yet in this particular race, Mm, I remember thinking, you see, so the 25 free is basically you explode off the blocks into the water. And it is, I used to do this race in 
three breaths, one breath on the way out and two breaths on the way back. And so it's like oxygen deprived. It, there is just pure muscle burning. Your heart rate is through the roof when you finish this race. Okay. So this day I noticed I hit the turn, had a great push off and the girl next to me, I noticed I was a little bit ahead of her and I kept swimming really hard. Legs are burning. Arms are burning. Lungs are burning. Everything else on fire. And I'm working, working, working. And we get to the flags and I'm still a little bit ahead of her. And what did I do? I backed off. I backed off just a teeny tiny bit and I nailed it hitting the wall in second. You might say, Kelsey, what? What? Why would you do such a thing? Because I didn't believe I was worthy of sparkling because I had been taught not to stand up. You're not, not to stand out, not to sparkle. You're not the one who does that. Kelsey, you're not here to shine. You're not here to be the best. You're not here to win. You're back up. <laughs> you're here. You're here. You're here to participate. You're here to work hard. I mean, I, I excelled in practice, but then I just think this race is such a good example. And I shared this story for the first time, maybe 10 years ago or something. And I have heard from so many other athletes that they're like, Oh, I did that too. I rem you never forget the day you do this. You never forget that day when you can see it so clearly, mm, I made the conscious decision to not sparkle. I made the conscious decision to not be great. I made the conscious decision not to share my best self with the world. Do you remember when that day was for you? This is such an example of how we play small, how all of that shame just gets dumped on us. And we have to do the work. We have to do a whole lot of work to wade through this shame. And it actually feels to me like swimming through it, like swimming through, trying to plow through to get to the, get to the gem, to get to our magic, to get to our sparkle, clean it all off, which might mean like a few baths and then be like, oh, oh, this is who I get to be. But until that moment, we're just like sitting in this pile of sludgy shame and smallness and unworthiness. We can call it the inner critic. We can call it unworthiness. Whatever it is, it is us being out of alignment because our aligned state, what we are here for is being our best selves. It is being the person we want to be. It is being driven by our desires. It is shining and sparkling and changing the world in our own unique way. And that day I was absolutely positively not doing that. And our inner critic, this is the voice in our head. Well, it actually is like pre-shaming us. It is the voice that says, you're not good enough. You're not fast enough. You're not sparkly enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not thin enough. You're not strong enough. You're not smart enough. You're not whatever. You're not enough. And then the design of the inner critic is that it's going to tell you 
that you're not good enough before you hear it from the outside. So that when somebody outside says to you, Hey, you're not good enough. Hey, you're not fast enough. You're not strong enough. You're not smart enough. You're not worthy that you're like, Oh yeah, no problem. I already know that it doesn't hurt as badly. Uh, again, what the, what? And yet this is natural. Every single human on the planet has an inner critic, unless they've transformed their inner critic. Because what so many people believe is that the way to work around your inner critic is just to fight it. Constantly be like, shut up, inner critic. I got this. And whew, that'll totally wear you out and it will get you somewhere. If you really, truly want to get into alignment, you've got to transform that inner critic from your bodyguard who's keeping you from your greatness into your biggest supporter who is reminding you constantly to get back into alignment, to be your best self, to share yourself, to sparkle. And if you want to transform your inner critic, I'm not going to talk you through that right now. That is something that I do with my coaching clients. And so if you're interested in working with me, head over to KelseyAbbott.com and you can find out everything you need to know about hopping on a call with me and finding out what it's like to work together. Okay. So back to this inner critic, this unworthiness, it is, it is heavy and working through it is an adventure. It requires courage. It requires bravery. It requires mindfulness. It requires a whole lot of love and it requires being brave enough to stick up, to be the tall poppy, to go ahead to when everyone is saying it's cool to not love your life. It's cool to have a job that you don't really like. It's cool to not be healthy. It's cool to not love your relationships. It's cool when, when complaining is the dominant language in society, when heaviness and dissatisfaction is the dominant vibe in society. It is scary as everything to be the one who's like, "Mm, nah, I'm not here for that. In fact, I believe in joy. I believe in fun. I believe in play. In fact, life is absolutely amazing. I want to create a life I love. I want to do what I love all day, every day. I believe it's possible. I want other things. I want I want to win the race. I want to create a thriving business. I want to change lives. I want to change the world. I want to build schools. I want to cure cancer. I want to whatever it is. When you realize that you're, that it is safe to sparkle, that it is safe to want, that in fact, your, your wants, your desires were given to you by your soul and by the universe is this cool co-coordination that is all happening for us. It is all happening for you to get you to own and share your incredible, amazing sparkle. 
then why would you sit in that sludgy shame of inner criticness and unworthiness? Mm -mm. That is wicked selfish. We need you. We need your sparkle and shine. How many times have you been with somebody and you're like, oh my God, I feel so much better after being with this person. You know, I had this friend when I was a teenager, shout out to Liz Dan. I love you. I don't have any idea what you're up to these days. Don't know if you'll find your way to this podcast, but this girl, she owned it. She absolutely owned it. She called herself beautiful. She called herself. She was a fast swimmer and she owned it. She said, I'm really good at that. And she did the same for me. She told me I was beautiful. She told me I was smart. She told me I was strong. She told me I was a good swimmer and she would stand up for me better than I stood up for myself. And that taste of that, wait, what? I can say that you can say that. Like you're not, you're not a jerk that you're owning that you're really good at something. You're not a jerk that you're saying, Oh, wow. This shirt looks amazing on me. We're allowed to say things like that. I had no idea until that point. And yes, our friendship was biggest. I think before that story, I just told you about the 50 freestyle because I wasn't with her all day, every day. We didn't go to school together. My dominant belief system at the time was, "Mm, it is not safe. It is not safe to shine. And I'm feeling called right now to share this bit with you. I'm going to paraphrase myself. And I think I've done this on the podcast as well. But years ago, I shared this statement and well, let me share it and I'll tell you what happened with it. It is stand up, stand out, be sparkly, be shiny, be spectacular. You never know who you'll inspire. I totally butchered that. That's the general gist of it. So I shared that on social media and one of my friends, mothers, my, one of my high school water polo teammates, mothers was a teacher. I forget if she, I think she taught first grade and she wrote to me and said, can I share that in my classroom? And she had it up on her classroom bulletin board from day one. And every day the kids would recite it. Every kid in that class knew those words by heart. They lived those words. Let me remind you that you are a miracle. You are so special and you have these unique gifts that not everyone has. And that is the point. And we need you to share your gifts. And listen, my friends, human design is so helpful for this because what is human design? In my perspective, human design is learning all about our gifts. Every single one of our gates in human design is a gift picked out just for us. And no one has the same gifts. We all have things sprinkled throughout our chart in different orders because We are all here for different purposes. We are all here to do it in a different way. And we are here to own that different way. So human design reminds us, hey, some of us are really here to do things with our people. Some of us are really here to do things with all the people. And it's super important to be able to discern that, to know, oh, I'm here for the deep 
deep connections, the deep personal connections. Someone else is here for like talking to millions of people at one time. And it's super important to know, oh, I'm here to guide people and help them make a existing systems, more efficient, more effective, or to know, oh, I'm here to start a movement or, or, or there's so many possibilities. And I, you know what? I actually don't know if I've ever shared this on, on the find your awesome podcast. I know I've talked about it on other people's podcasts, but I do have this, this dream, this dream where we can see other people's charts, whether people are wearing their chart, like around their neck or however, the how is not my job. But when we interact with somebody, we see their chart and we see their gifts and we're like, Oh, you have the gift of seeing all the details. Wow. You would be so helpful in this project that I'm doing. Cause I don't have that gift. Let's work together. And that is us fitting the puzzle pieces together. It's reaching out to somebody. My business coach has the gift of being a chaos slayer. She creates order from chaos. And I reach out to her and say, Hey, I need your chaos slaying abilities right now. Because I know her chart. I know she has these gifts. And of course it all comes so easily to her because our gifts are the things that for some of us, they are so easy that we think, duh, everyone can do this. Mm -mm, not everyone can do this. This is your gift, your unique gift. You, your soul chose it for you. Why? So you would use it and share it with the world. I mean, it's almost like we're having a potluck. This whole life, this whole experiment, this human experiment, is one big potluck. Like someone's going to bring the salad. Someone's going to bring the main dish. Someone's going to bring dessert. We need all the pieces, or I suppose we could break that analogy down into, all right, someone's going to bring the kale. Someone's going to bring the dressing. Someone's going to bring the spiced nuts, like all the pieces of the salad. And we're going to put it together. We need all those pieces together. Cause if you're just sitting there eating raw kale with no dressing, or if it's not cooked, that's a little rough. It's not so much fun for your digestive system or your mouth. And we're here for fun. Everything gets to be fun. And when you are owning your sparkle, holy moly, it's so fun. It is so fun. Why? Because it is so easy. You and you see the impact your energy has on other people. You see that you are changing the world and you're you're literally doing what you are supposed to be doing. If you have the gift of loving yourself, then you are here to love yourself, to love yourself loudly, to love yourself boldly, and to show other people how to love themselves. Because not everybody has that gift. We need to learn from the people who have it. And here's what I want you to do. I want you to really, truly own these gifts. So if somebody says to you, I love the way you love yourself, say, thank you. So do I, if you have the gift of loving your physical body and someone is like, oh my goodness, I love the way you take care of yourself. You're like, thank you. So do I, oh my goodness. I'm so grateful that my soul picked out this gift for me. I know it comes so naturally to me. Can I help you? Can I help you do the same? 
that is what these gifts are for. Oh my goodness. I'm so amazed at how intuitive you are and how well you follow your intuition. Oh my goodness. Thank you. It has been a gift that was really scary for me to step into. And I'm learning all the time. And I'm so grateful for this gift. And I'm so grateful for every moment I've put into learning it. How can I help you? How can I help you listen to your intuition? Or back to the gift of the details. My, my incarnation cross, one of the descriptions of it says not inclined to provide details. And so when I look to somebody to help me, oftentimes I see that gift of all the details and I'm like, you're my person. Let's do this together. Know that I'm not inclined to provide details. doesn't mean I don't see them. I just tend to find it boring (laughs) to explain them all, to tell them all. I tend to jump to the next thing. Anyway, it's all about seeing our own gifts and seeing other people's gifts. You want to start something? I'm your girl. I am all about starting. I have the gift of starting. You want to finish things? Not me. I don't have that gift, but I know a lot of fabulous people who do. And I know how we can all work together. This, this is the conglomeration that comes from human design. This is the stew. This is the magic. We need each other's magic to do the great stuff on this world. We get to do so much magic by ourselves, but it requires, it is absolutely positively necessary that every single one of us allows ourselves to be sparkly. It is absolutely necessary that every single one of us understands our gifts, accepts the invitations from the universe to step into our gifts more deeply, to learn more, to learn, oh, I have been ignoring, I've been underplaying this gift. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Let me own it. Thank you for calling me forward. I am now owning this gift. I am sharing it. I I get it. It is our responsibility to come to that understanding so that we can sparkle, so that our sparkle can change the world, so that our energy, our knowledge, our gifts, our talents, all of it can change the world. When it comes to relationships, Again, I talked about how the world, the dominant culture is complaining. It's shaming. It's, oh, I'm not here for it. I've said it before. Be brave enough to be a weirdo. You know what I'm here for? Relationships that are mutually sparkly, where we amplify each other's sparkle, where it's like, hey, oh my goodness, you're amazing. You are so strong. We are constantly building each other up. We are constantly calling out each other's goodness, each other's wow. Holy moly. You did amazing in that race. Oh my goodness. That kit looks incredible on you. Damn. Your business is amazing. I love it. I love how you shine. I love your energy. Your hair looks amazing. Wow. Your eye makeup is incredible. I love your earrings, whatever it is. We are here to lift each other up. Humaning is challenging. We've got our ups and downs in this life. And by owning and sharing our sparkle, we can lift somebody up. By owning and sharing our sparkle, we can guide others through the heavy parts. By owning and sharing our sparkle, we can guide ourselves. We can lead ourselves through the heavy stuff. And we can just rock it 
through the atmosphere by leading ourselves with that sparkle. This is what we're here for you guys. Permission to be sparkly. And it's more than permission. Okay. Please. I'm giving you permission right now to be sparkly. You don't need, you don't need to hear it from me. Hear from your soul. Your soul chose for you to be super sparkly, for you to own your sparkle, for you to shine, for you to be you, for you to remember who you came here to be and to start doing that. You have a responsibility to yourself, to your soul, to the world. You are a miracle. You are one of a kind. You are here to be super sparkly and we need you. I love you. Own your sparkle, please. Starting right this second. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with people you think would get a lot out of it. And if you are inspired and excited to do so, please leave us a review and a rating, a five-star rating at Apple Podcasts and at Spotify. Thank you so, so much. Thanks for being on my team. Thank you for rising together. Thank you for owning and sharing your unique gifts and amplifying your sparkle. We are all in this together. I love you so much. Go forth and be awesome.